All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Careful here on the JNK podcast. Hey, guys. What up? Eh, not too much. Uh, I figured we'd uh, come and do some turnbuckle talk here on a uh, Sunday, late Sunday, uh, one hour later now, that uh, stupid daylight savings time. I hate that time of year. Where we yeah. have to spring forward. Doing a staple show. Ugh. Springing forward. All right. As we work our way to WrestleMania. Yes, getting very close to WrestleMania. So, one of the, the I guess probably one of the first things I want to kind of mention, because I'm a, a pretty big fan of, uh, of this uh, certain somebody, Mr. Finn Balor making a in-ring return in Buffalo. Yeah. Of all places. Wow. Um, I, I kind of agree with it. Yeah? Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever been to Buffalo? I've never been to Buffalo. Um, what's the best way I can describe it? I like it? their meat. Um, I guess maybe the armpit of north of, uh, the United States. Okay. Well. It, it's, it's not, it's nothing to look at. If you ever, if you ever travel through Buffalo, think of it as one big giant industrial park is what the entire city looks like. Okay. So not exactly the most appealing place to, to travel to, but, uh, but yeah, this is, but where... what does that matter? What does what does that matter when you're doing a WWE live event? Well, you, you think you know a, a big star of yours making a a big return uh, to in ring action make it someplace special. And I I kind of figured that you were going to kind of do something like that and yeah. think something like that. You know, I kind of think on the other on the other end of things, it's right? Buff- like, okay, I understand it's Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I understand um, you're saying it might not be the most prettiest place to go to. It is not. Um. And it was actually a WWE live event. So this was something that was not televised, Mm -hmm. which I 100% agree with. Finn Balor is just coming back off of what could have been a career-ending injury. Mm -hmm. So do you really want to put him out there on live TV for his first match back and make it, you know, something happens, something goes wrong. Right, mm-hmm. he doesn't. He's not up to par fully, a hundred percent. Whatever, right? You're gonna put that on live TV and make him look like crap, or do you want to, you know, kind of give him some time at a live event, yep. let him come back, let the crowd pop for him, mm-hmm. um, and then you know, kind of put it out there afterwards and say, hey, he returned at a live event, mm-hmm. and now the buzz is gonna be like, oh wow, if he's returned to a live event. When's he coming back to Raw? When's he coming to SmackDown? Or when's he coming to NXT? Or when's he coming to to wherever? Right now, now they're they're kind of building up on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's back. He's just done something at a live event. When are we going to see him on TV again? I definitely understand them wanting to kind of you know build it up. You know, you know, start somewhere small. Uh, they definitely went for like the lowest that you can possibly go, Buffalo. Lower than Wawa? Nothing against the people in Buffalo. Just it's one of those places where, you know, you you have a conversation with somebody and you're like, yeah, the other weekend, you know, we took a couple of days off and went to Buffalo. I'm like, really? You chose to go to Buffalo? It's it's one of those places where people go to Buffalo because they have to go. It's it's like, I I want to go to Buffalo. You never know. You never know. I mean... If I, if I they've, make, they've got sports teams that are there, right? They've if, got legit sports teams that are there, so yeah. why not? If I had to make a comparison to a city, it's to a city in Canada. Buffalo is like Winnipeg. And what's wrong with Winnipeg? It's cold. There's really not much there. They they have a hockey team now. I can't think of much else. 
Wow. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to say to I, that. Have you, have you been to Winnipeg? Yeah. Yeah? I have been. What did you think of Winnipeg? I loved Winnipeg. Oh, boy. <laughs> I honestly did. I loved Winnipeg. I mean, I had I had family that lived in Winnipeg for yeah. a bit, so I mean, we kind of went yeah. for that, right? And we know somebody but that lives in Winnipeg too. But uh, I, uh, I I met some awesome friends from Winnipeg. Uh, you know, I'm still friends with them to this day. I mean, I'm looking yeah. 15, 20 years later, we're still friends. Yeah. Right. So I mean, Winnipeg's done good by me. Yeah. Uh, you know, just I, I don't. Know, I, I got my opinions, but uh, you, you know, I mean. I, I've, Nothing against like uh, you know like the people like in these places. Just I mean you know like like I said for Buffalo for for Finn Balor. I mean it just I don't know for a, a big star you know for a return. I don't know. I would pick somewhere like maybe like New York or you know San Francisco or you know like a, a, a big name city. You know it could have still been a live event. Sure, but, but just ha- a bit more of a you know. But how many of those places are the WWE actually going to be going to mm-hmm. before they hit WrestleMania? Yeah. They got to start somewhere, sure. right? And if yeah. he's been cleared, I don't even know how long he's been cleared for. He yeah, may have even either. been cleared for the last three weeks. Yeah. We don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So it could have even just been, okay, we're going to be in Buffalo. Let's, uh, okay, Finn Balor, you're coming, right? And then putting him out onto the show that way mm-hmm. um, just to kind of draw a buzz. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you, you got to think as well. Like, I mean, maybe... They were kind of doing something like that to kind of build the brand of the WWE a little bit bigger in Buffalo as well. Because Finn uh, Finn Balor was not the only one that made an appearance Mm -hmm. for big name stars at that show in Buffalo. Do you know who else showed up? Who did show up? We're talking the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was in Buffalo. Was in Buffalo. Hmm. And we saw somebody with um, another, yet again, in-ring return. Mm-hmm. We're talking Triple H. Ooh, Triple H. Yeah. Well, yeah, they get, they got to get him back in the saddle, you know, because we're looking at a potential match with him and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So That's right. Yeah. So it, I think it was good. I think it was a good idea for them to, you know, no matter where it is, I don't care where it is, um, to have brought these people back in and uh, let them go, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and um, so yeah, interesting to see how that goes. Uh, we'll see if uh, Finn Balor has anything to do with WrestleMania. Uh, we know Triple, H, like I said, Triple H probably will. You know, with Seth Rollins, uh, Finn Balor, maybe the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. We'll see. Maybe because yeah, I mean, really, right now we don't have a lot of time to no. be able to build anything up for him. Not at all. I mean, we do have to think as well, right? Like he was the very first Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, next night on Raw, had to relinquish the belt. Yep. So for him to have something at WrestleMania, I think would be fitting mm-hmm. because of who he was. Before his injury. Yes. Right? So, I mean, time will tell. We'll have to see. They could, uh, you know, over the next two, three weeks, be able to build up something for Finn Balor going into WrestleMania and have him on the main card. Mm-hmm. So, I guess one of the other kind of big uh, things, the only when it comes to WWE news, uh, a new Universal Champion in the form of Goldberg. Yeah. Um, now you got to to watch uh, Fastlane. I uh, missed out on watching Fastlane to do some 
prior commitments, but... Um, Not like you can't watch it. It's PVR'd. Yeah, true. Or I can watch it on the WWE Network for only... Uh, eleven ninety nine in Canada. Bastards. Um, yeah, defeating Kevin Owens in 21 seconds? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. So the last time we did a Turbuckle Talk, we, we mentioned that... Or I, I know I mentioned it. Um, of this potential scenario in um, you know it making Kevin Owens look like a chump, um, is that the case now? You know what? I really don't think so. Um, I mean, I had the same reservations, right? But the way they did it, just it kind of seemed to work. Um, so for those who may have not seen uh, the pay per view as of yet. It starts out where Goldberg goes down to the ring, and then Kevin Owens goes down to the ring, and then the match is supposed to start, and Kevin Owens jumps out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And then he gets back up, and it's supposed to start, and he jumps out of the ring. And he did this several times, just to kind of play some mind games, what have you. Um, and they're actually in the ring again at one point, and before Kevin Owens can jump out of the ring, we see... And hear the music for Chris Jericho. So a little bit of a distraction. Chris Jericho comes out. Kevin Owens goes over, uh, you know, to the to the to the ropes, and he's like, "What are you doing? You know, get out of here!" And then turns around and spear, and then you know, jackhammer, and then pin. Yeah, right. All within like twenty one seconds. So. I don't think that it necessarily makes him out to be, you know, a, a chump, but kind of makes him out to be somebody that lost their guard mm. for a little bit and now, you know, has a reason to seek revenge coming into mm. WrestleMania. Right. Um, you know, will that result will that result in some kind of interference on the other end? I don't know. Um, it's just one of those things that I mentioned before. I mean... How has basically every single Goldberg match unfolded? It's literally a squash match with the other guy. You know, the only one of the only times where I haven't seen it be that case was a match with William Regal in WCW. And you know, William Regal has gone on record to say that was probably one of the worst matches of his career. You know, trying to carry this man through a match and he just can't do it. And there you go. That's the exact reasoning as to why Mm -hmm. Goldberg does not have long matches. No. So now that begs the question on my end, why... I, I know that this guy gets over with the crowd quite well. I mean, that, that much is pretty obvious. Uh, why, you know, make use of somebody like us if, if it's so limited to what you can do with him? Because of the name. That's mm-hmm. the only reason. Uh, and, and how long do you go with this? Because, I mean, at some point people are going to be like, oh, okay, so it's this again. Oh, you know what? I'm pretty sure that after Mania, that's going to be it. Yeah. After Mania, we're probably not going to see Goldberg again. Goldberg's going to drop the belt to Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar is going to then pick up more of a full-time schedule mm-hmm. and work as mm-hmm. the Universal Champion continuous through. Yeah, you know, it's just the only thing that bugs me with that is that, you know, then it's it's just going to be a squash match on the other side of it now, right? You know, because Goldberg squashed uh, Brock Lesnar and Brock is gonna have to squash Goldberg because we know, like I said, beating this dead horse over and over and over again with Goldberg. But uh, like you just can't do a long match with him, so you know that it's gonna be Brock Lesnar just destroying him in less than a minute. And, and this is probably gonna be, you know, it's not the main event for WrestleMania, but it's gonna be on, on the, the, you know, the upper main card. 
You know, so it's just going to be a get in and get out there quick. <laughs> so it's going to be like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it's that's that's how we can kind of see things going, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's going to happen. You mark we, my word, that we, is the way it's going to go. And it, it may involve, you know, uh, Kevin Owens standing there and going, and, you know, doing the slight distraction, and then he's going to lose. Yeah. Right? It, it's it's frustrating to, to see something like that nowadays, because, I mean, it's so, it's, I don't say that's rare, but it's just it, it doesn't really kind of fit nowadays, you know? Maybe I'm not seeing that right, but I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, I I know it's a, it's an old kind of uh, you know tradition in uh, in professional wrestling the, the squash match, but uh, you know it just it feels. But like- you never know. On the other end of things, it, it could go. You know where uh, William Regal and and Goldberg mm-hmm. thing where Brock has to carry some for a little bit. Um, you know, makes the match draw out a little bit further to five minutes ish, let's nice. say, yeah. right? And then, you know, injury happens or something like that. A kayfabe injury happens, and then Goldberg has to be gone, mm. right? Which I mean, my thinking, and I mean, I I'm in no way a writer for the WWE or a writer of you know, matches and, and storylines, but just storyline wise, that seems like the most sense have Goldberg go out there against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, have him, the two of them actually work a, a little bit of a time match. And then something happened where Goldberg gets mysteriously injured. And yeah, there we go. Then Brock Lesnar capitalizes on that takes the belt off of him and then Goldberg gone. It would be nice to see something, you know, you know, longer than, you know, 20 seconds or 90 seconds, you know, just like, you know, you know, at least maybe like 10 minutes, you know, you know, to at least feel somewhat, you know, like an actual match. You know, that's, that's what I'm looking for. I just don't want to see it just be, you know, just a full on squash match, you know, cause that, that'd be so disappointing at WrestleMania to see something like that. I think even giving them a, uh, I'd, actual five minute match yeah. not five minute time length no. but uh, uh you know them going down to the ring could be you know three minutes and then yep. them facing there's you know staring each other down could be another minute and a half and yep. then when they actually start to, to to wrestle then we're looking at five minutes of wrestling yep. and then a pin so even something like that i think would be perfect that's that would I, be good five yeah. minutes and that's what i'd like to see as well and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see come uh, WrestleMania whether that is the case or not. Um, speaking more of WrestleMania, I, th- I guess one of the other kind of main ones to, to mention here is because um, we had mentioned AJ Styles uh, kind of left without an opponent for WrestleMania. Yeah. Looking like now it might be Shane McMahon. Yes. Um, do you like that idea? I do, actually. Yeah. Um, Shane McMahon is great in the ring. Um, I mean, I know like he... Never was really fully trained, I guess. No. But growing up in the business, you kind of learn everything vicariously through everybody else that you're watching day in and day out as you're on the road with your dad, right? Mm-hmm. So Shane McMahon can put on a good match um, depending on who he's with. Now I'm thinking with Shane against AJ Styles, we're going to see AJ Styles kind of carrying the match, but I think it's going to be really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
it's uh it should be interesting to see how they build it up and you know shane being the uh hollywood stuntman uh, that he is you know likely be uh you know at least one big spot in the uh in the match uh, you know as we're you know kind of sitting on the wwe website here um kind of seeing stuff with uh, him and undertaker at last year's wrestlemania with uh you know uh, that was just the one spot through the table there, but uh, you know that big spot going off the cage there, that yeah. hell in the cell, which was uh, interesting enough. You know, something I had predicted weeks ahead of time that he was going to do, and everybody thought I was crazy, but ended up happening uh, off of a bigger cage than usual too. By the way, if you guys remember that, so yeah, interesting to see you know what type of match that that is, and you know what exactly unfolds because uh, you know as I mentioned, Shane likes to uh, put his body on the line, so. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see, and it's going to be interesting to see if they make it some sort of a gimmick match, some sort of a match like a Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. or, you know, a steel cage match or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I I don't think that there's really enough time to now kind of build for a gimmick match to really happen, but never say never. We'll have to wait and see. I'm thinking maybe Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing, that could work. I think that that could work in that particular scenario. And uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that would fully allow Shane McMahon to do some sort of high spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, I was kind of hoping for, uh, you know, AJ and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. But uh, looking like that is not the case now. I mean, you know, there's still some time where a change like that could be made. But um, true, could be. But, yeah. but we have to remember Shinsuke just came back from injury as well. Yes, he did. Right? He just returned on to NXT programming this past Wednesday. Uh, as can be seen live on the WWE Network for eleven ninety nine Canadian. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to maybe try to flip something for that yeah. to happen, unless we see where Shane McMahon comes out and goes, "I'm too old for this crap," <laughs> but I've got somebody who I know can beat you, and then Shinsuke comes out. Yeah, could be interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, as you said, you know, coming up to WrestleMania, we're what uh, we're uh, sitting at the twelfth of March here, so we still got uh, you know about half a month uh, to go. I mean, a little over half a month, right? So we got what three weeks until WrestleMania. So yeah, uh, potentially anything can happen. They could squeeze something in there. So we shall see. All right. Uh, trying to think of uh, anything else kind of working, mentioning right off the bat in the WWE side of things. Um, I know that uh, it, with uh, John Cena, looking like he's going to be on a bit of a hiatus again with uh, some movie or something that he's doing. So yeah, that's that's what's uh, that's the what the word is right now. Anyways, does he so. even have a match at WrestleMania this year? I don't think so. I don't think uh, he does. Nothing legitimately set in stone yet, but what has been thrown out there is a mixed tag match to happen at WrestleMania Mm. with uh, The Miz and Maurice against Cena and Nikki Bella. Hmm. That would be better than uh, him and Nikki against Ellsworth and uh, Carmella. 
Well, we saw that already. Yeah, they better not do that. Right? Cra- they better not do that for WrestleMania. No, no, no. I, I mean, this is this is a whole build up mm. towards right yeah. because during that match that they had, we had the Miz and Maurice come down to ringside to sit at commentary while that match was happening, and then obviously after the match, you know, they kind of slid in the ring and started doing some stuff, and you know, a little scuffle happens and. Just that extra little bit, then, mm-hmm. to kind of build towards what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And uh, now that I mentioned his name, do you think he's gonna, you know, do anything at WrestleMania with uh, James Ellsworth? Do you think he's gonna have any kind of significant? Because uh, you know he he already got you know took away so many spot for the Royal Rumble, which I, I'm still kind of a uh, you know a little upset about because I, f- I felt you could have filled that spot with somebody better. You know, that's up for debate, I guess, with some fans, but. Uh, do you think that they're going to make use of him for WrestleMania at all? Oh, yeah, they definitely are. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're going to legitimately see him fully on the main card, but we're mm-hmm. going to see him in the Battle Royal. Yeah. Guaranteed. We're going to see him in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. And maybe, because uh, we know, hopefully Big Show will be part of that match. The scenario I want to see is, is you know him pick up James Ellsworth and then just kind of lawn dart him into the crowd. So you want to see a Bam Bam Bigelow Spike Dudley from yes, ECW happen? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I want maybe maybe go for like a distance record for throwing somebody out of the ring. That would be cool, and I think it would be <laughs> awesome if the crowd were to catch Ellsworth uh-huh. and crowd surf him as far as they possibly can, just like they did with Spike Dudley, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Why yeah. not kind of relive that moment that you know is obviously still talked about today because we're talking about it. Yeah, and, and you were watching something the other night uh, about, you know, memorable, was it the uh, most memorable ECW moments or something like that? Yeah, last night on the WWE Network, I was watching uh, one of their OMG series, mm-hmm. um, and it was ECW's top 50 uh, moments. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it was in there, and it was, I'm pretty sure, within the top 10. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... That's pretty good. You got 50 of them. That's in the top 10. Pretty memorable moment. Mm-hmm. And ECW had their fair share of uh, memorable moments. It's a, you know, if um, you want to get a small taste of that, you know, like we keep mentioning, uh, you know, the WWE Network, going, uh, you can check that out and you'll see that. And, and you know, it might pique your interest in uh, watching some uh, ECW because you can watch all that on the network as well. So, yeah. You know, so definitely check that out. Oh, it's great stuff. Um, talking a little bit more about WrestleMania, this will actually lead up to a, to a clip that I want to play here. Uh, when it comes to WrestleMania, you know, a tradition you know going all the way back to the very first one. When it comes to, to WrestleMania, or is the the celebrity portion of WrestleMania? I mean, it's yep. it's been a staple. You know, going back to the beginning uh, original WrestleMania, which one was stacked by the way, Muhammad Ali, Liberace. You had uh, Mr. T, you had Cindy Lauper. I mean, you know, they, they had stacked that first year. Yes. You know, and, uh, you know, it's been an ongoing tradition with uh, WrestleMania having celebrities involved. Uh, this year, um, nothing really, as far as I know, kind of in the works. Um, I don't know. Have you seen anything about any kind of potential celebrity uh, appearance um, or anything? Well, I, just two quick things. First, um, we go back to last year's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't anything except The Rock, mm-hmm. right? But then The Rock brought in Ronda Rousey. That's right. Right? Into well, the ring and stuff like that, right? That was WrestleMania 31. 31, yes. 
Um, Which I'm actually well, I'm going to play a clip of. Oh, uh, so just so that we can. Uh, interesting that you kind of lit into that. So uh, I think before we go too far with that, uh, I'll bring this up here and we'll actually play uh, the clip. What uh, happened is uh, Stephanie and Triple H in the ring, kind of doing her thing, and then Rock comes out and has a little bit of a moment here. So we'll, we'll play. And then it. I'll finish my thought. Yes. And we'll, we'll play this little uh, bit for you guys. Hopefully this will work uh, properly and you'll be able to hear what's going on and there better not be an ad. We'll see if this Here works. are the five This Is Awesome Moments. This is Awesome Moment of the Year. A prize car at J&J! A gift from Seth Rollins! Holy Lester! I want to just go on through this uh, YouTube clip and we're going to yeah. find it yeah. here. There you go. But I have a very good friend who would be happy to. It's Ronda Rousey! Why don't you get the hell out of my ring? Oh, no! You need to understand something. Any ring I step into is mine. Rip your What the rock and Ronda is cooking! Now that the world is... So yeah, there you go. Uh, even going as far as uh, giving uh, Triple H a uh, judo toss there to WrestleMania. Yes. So that, that was a pretty cool moment. Uh, uh, there was definitely more to that. Uh, that wasn't uh, quite the... Uh, I was hoping that was just going to be just the clip of what I, that was actually happening when I was kind of throwing this together at the last minute. So we still got a little taste of what that was. And um, yeah, so we'll see what happens uh, this year if there's any kind of celebrity influence. Because like I said, it's been a long, ongoing tradition with WrestleMania. With the celebrities, and, and for the most part, they've they've been pretty good. Some of them, eh, so much. And and I think this year, I think it's going to be a not so much one again mm-hmm. because there's kind of uh, rumblings out there, and there's been a little bit of a Twitter battle back and forth between two people. Um, and I mean, it seems like one of the participants in this is really into this and it seems like the other participant really isn't and those two people i'm talking about right now you're looking at is the big show and shaquille o'neal yeah yeah i knew you were gonna go there so and i mean right now that's the only celebrity that we're really hearing about Mm -hmm. so i mean it's gonna be interesting i think to kind of see you know hopefully shaquille o'neal can kind of you know get a little bit more into this and maybe Mm -hmm. promote it a little bit more and stuff like that and hopefully everything all happens on Twitter because Twitter is probably one of the biggest social media outlets that are out there next to Facebook for that kind of stuff. Mm. So Twitter. Twitter is a very, very big tool. And there's lots of superstars and lots of wrestling personalities, I mm-hmm. guess, that use Twitter now, speaking, uh, actually, interesting that, uh, that this is being mentioned, we're going to go outside of WWE for this next bit. Speaking of Twitter and Twitter battles, uh, this one is a doozy. Yes. Well, <laughs> that's kind of why I kind of <laughs> led into Twitter. Yeah. Uh, now, this involves a former, uh, interesting that I'm saying that now, former uh, TNA stars and former WWE stars, the uh, Hardy Brothers, otherwise known as the Broken Hardys, but this uh, particular one involving Rebby Hardy, which is Matt Hardy's wife, correct? And, oh boy. 
<laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's a doozy. <laughs> um, I will try to uh, read the majority, uh, some of these, to kind of give you a bit of an idea. Uh, I think that one is actually a later one. Yes, um, that one is. Okay, so LMAO, which is laughing my you know what off. Uh, F you guys. That's uh, all I'm gonna say. At Ed Nordholm and at Real Jeff Jarrett, uh, former Turnbuckle Talk guest. Uh, at Impact Wrestling, more than happy to play this game. Hmm. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, it gets worse and worse. Uh, can we just talk about how many times Matt's contract could have been broken due to numerous issues on TNA and and dot dot dot. Uh, never made a fuss about the S word, but mother effers want to try and come at us now. Uh, after the fact, don't you have an owl to promote or some you... Some crap. Yeah, crap. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it family friendly because she is definitely not in this case. No. Um, or, I don't know, a company to quote-unquote make great instead of acting like petty little B-word you are. Que- question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Uh, let's do a couple more. Yeah, read uh, them all. Speaking of petty, nice video package on TNA history with no visual or mention of Jeff, who, uh, that is incorrect actually, by the way, uh, they did show Jeff once, uh, who gave his all for seven years, or Kurt. Uh, they did show Kurt Angle on there, so she's incorrect there twice. Yep. So, um, partially right, partially wrong. Uh, Jeff Hardy, yeah, giving his all, um, also had some of the lowest points in his career, too, in TNA, by the way, which he conveniently forgot to mention, the drunk match with yes. Sting. Uh, conveniently left out in, in that comment. So, yeah, giving his all, but, you know, sometimes not so much. Um, but y'all, I hate that expression, sure uh, sure made sure, that sounds weird too. But to y'all get, sure made sure to get those two video ID shoots yeah. of Jeff Jarrett in there, LMAO, <laughs> but it's quote-unquote just business, brother, right? Yeah. Petty. She's not a fan of Jeff Jarrett. Oh, boy. Uh, what else do we have from this lovely individual? Everything these boys have done for the company, and you want to try and F us for the sake of it. Literally no other reason except you mad. LOL. And she continues. This is all part of, like, just this is just one, like, every minute. Yeah. Like, like hitting up Twitter with this stuff. Uh, how about my husband leaving me a day after giving birth to make your TV tapings? That's how dedicated this mother effer was to the company. Um, that's not really TNA's fault. That's Matt just being the professional. So not really fair to blame TNA for that one. Uh, how about the three highest rated TV segments of 2016? Um, that is up for debate. Financed by the Hardys solely to keep the product, uh, or to help, sorry, to help the product because they believed in TNA. Uh, highest rated TV segments in 2016? Yeah. For Impact Wrestling, yes, they yeah. were. Um, in the world of professional wrestling, no, Not they weren't. So much. <laughs> but the three highest rated for Impact Wrestling were the ones that mm-hmm. Matt and Jeff financed. Yep. Um, and it continues. Or all the uh, poop talking by Mr. Jeff Jarrett uh, throughout contract negotiations, and Matt was still there, professional, and trying to make things work for 2017. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, she uh, talks a lot of smack about Jeff Jarrett. Uh, 
Oh, and this is the best part. Those mother effers want to try and come after Senior Beanjbean. Uh, LMO, I can't. Which actually, I think in the next uh, the next tweet uh, or the next two that come out, something like that. Mm-hmm. Something interesting she says that I um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's this next tweet that I I d- honestly didn't even know. Being somebody who should know this stuff, no. I didn't know this. So we'll let Big Joe uh, read this one. Okay, so uh, this my favorite part of this to say, Senior Benjamin. Uh, that's how Matt Hardy says it. And ridiculous. Besides the point. Uh, my dad, this is apparently her father, uh, by the way, who was never paid a dime by the company and who was obviously never under contract. Right. So Senior Benjamin was, is Rebby uh, Hardy's dad right. who did all of this work for free. Uh, before I say the next one, say his name right. Senior Benjamin. There you go. There. Not that those contract things mean anything to TNA until after they're over or until three days before they expire, apparently. She has a lot to say. Uh, Funny thing is, everyone who ever actually had anything to do with hashtag broken Matt Hardy has our back on this. What does that say to you? Damn near 20% of our of your roster is leaving in the span of a week, all citing the same reasons, or none at all. What does that tell you? Hmm. People jump and ship. That's really nothing new with TNA. That's kind of been something that's been spotty throughout the years. Um, and then a fake ass, uh, I think I'm okay saying ass, wishing you well tweet from hash, or, uh, at Ed Nornhelm. Mere hours before threatening to sue us. Such a fitting end, man. She hmm. threw a little Chris Jericho in there. Yeah. Such a fitting end, man. Yeah. I don't think that that was on purpose. Uh, seriously, you couldn't write this poop? Well, TNA couldn't write this poop. Any writer's worth a pookie left to happy face or ecstatic face or whatever that is. I'm bad with emoji describing. Uh, real cute how TNA can go radio silent for weeks, with exception of nonsensical drunk text from Jeff Jarrett, which I am not aware of. But we get a two-hour deadline to respond. I almost kind of wish you would have just done this all in one big, long-winded thing. Um, F-word, you think this is taken? LOL, I can't. How many more of these are there? There's only a couple more. Good luck explaining to your talent that they pay checks that their sorry their paychecks are late again uh, because you're spending all of the, of your money suing the Hardys. Um, paychecks being late again. I mean, um, you know that also you know that's been something that we've talked about before. You know that kind of falls onto the the talent as well. You know they're sticking around, sticking around. You know, um, you know, yeah company's fault obviously for not paying you but you know no your fault for being you know for sticking around for too long without getting paid you know when you could have gone somewhere else true but right. i mean i know the... i know some really believe in the company you know but i mean at some point you know and not, not just in the world of professional wrestling but you know any kind of employee if you want to uh i'm using that term a little loosely um you know working for a company that isn't paying you you know how long do you go along with that True, but some of these uh, performers um, don't have anything else to fall back on. Mm-hmm. So they have just professional wrestling. 
where, you know, Panda Energy was paying or claiming that, you know, we're going to give you this amount of money. Whereas going to other companies, going to the Indies, going to even Ring of Honor wouldn't be able to match that type of paycheck that they mm-hmm. were would, supposed to be getting in TNA. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of understand that, so, you know, in my mind, I'd be thinking, am I going to leave and go somewhere here for, you know, a quarter of what I'm being told I'm, I'm going to be getting mm-hmm. because I'm, they're going to pay me at some point. Right. Right. But, you know, going along with that, wouldn't you want to, you know, maybe go somewhere where at least you are getting paid something instead of just waiting on a potential paycheck? True. But from some of the stuff that I was reading, they they wouldn't give them full paychecks. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they would be like, hey, you know, what, we're going to hit you up on the next one. Here's something to hold you over kind of thing. Right. So it's not as though they weren't getting paid. It's not like they were going months on end with no money coming in at all. It was just the fact that. You know, they kind of had a little bit of money, and then we're told we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. Um, you know, having said you know that part of it that you just said, you know, because I've been, you know, in that scenario being an employee for an employer, for me, red flag goes up like instantaneously, right? You know, I'm working for a company here that that's just giving me partial uh, bits of you know what I'm, you know, do for compensation. Um, for me, you know, that spells I need to get out of here. True. It. I mean, it obviously could, but right. then again, you run the risk of losing all out on that money, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there are contracts that are in place. I get that, right? Mm-hmm. And if somebody is smart enough and keeps the paychecks that they're that they're getting from the company, they can, you know, take that to a lawyer and say, "Listen, here's what my contract says. Mm-hmm. Here's what I've received. I want out of this contract, and I want the rest of that money." Then it's, you know, then they're having to pay more money for this lawyer fee and more money for court. And some people are going, is it really worth Mm -hmm. having to do that? Or will I just ride this out and then get my money in time? And I understand it is a big red flag and it definitely would be for me as well. It's a huge red flag. No, not just as a professional wrestler, just as as somebody, you know, doing a job, you know, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, a professional wrestler is, is doing a job that they're being paid for. You know, and that kind of thing, I mean, like I said, you know, big red flag in my mind. Having, you know, now that we're, you know, talking about this whole thing, you know, this kind of you know, brings up something that I think, you know, has, you know, been kind of whispered about uh, throughout, uh, you know, especially with the workers in professional wrestling of a, of, you know, a union or some kind of governing body to take care of uh, the talent. And I mean, that's, they'd be almost a little harder to do and i mean i've never really worked too too much with unions but i mean these these workers they're independent contracted workers Mm -hmm. now is there a union that could step in for people that are independently contracted workers because it's almost as though you are working uh, for yourself Mm -hmm. right if 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 that's the case then shouldn't you uh, you know, let's say, you know, there's a situation and you're working for a company, you know, and they're not, you know, compensating you, you know, the way that they're supposed to be, you know, you should be able to, you know. Yeah. You on. should have some sort of legalities for that because that's breach of contracts. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, if the, if the, the company is, you know, you know, somewhat, uh, you know, loving up to their end of the, of the contract, you know, then, you know, I won't say that that should make the contract, you know, null and void. 
know, but then, then it, you know, brings everything into question, right? Yeah. I'm working for a place, you know, that's not paying me what I was said I was going to be paid in this contract. Yep. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's something that will always kind of be uh, a topic of conversation, you know, and I'm sure that we'll mention it again some other time. Uh, this deal with, uh, you know, the Hardys, I mean, this conversation uh, continues here. Uh, th- that comment, I can't even really kind of say. Um, basically, you know, at the end of the day saying, you know, if you want to see what we're doing now, watch Ring of Honor. Yep. Because yeah, that's uh, where they've gone to. Uh, I was predicting that, you know, they would do something maybe in, in WWE. Um, I personally don't think that, um, you know, Vince would go for that broken Matt Hardy bit. You know, and, you know, probably wouldn't be able to use it because, you know, potentially, you know, now, you know, TNA suing them for, you know, use of the uh, name. True. I mean, it's not like the TNA can, you know, put that, use that character on somebody else. I mean, I, I can understand them, uh, you know, possibly, you know, wanting the rights to the character. But, I mean, it's not like, like, what are they going to do? Like something with WWE where they, they put the diesel in uh Razor Ramon character on on uh, what was it they did it on uh, you know uh, on Kane oh, and, yeah. and some other guy remember when they did that kind yeah. of uh, you know I just I understand that uh, you know that's they think that that's their intellectual property but you know, you know, it's, know. It's, it definitely I will agree with her on that part of it, it does seem kind of petty that aspect of it yeah you know and I don't want to blame names or start naming names uh you know we've had uh, Jeff Jarrett um on this program with the interview so I, I uh you know I'm definitely not gonna you know I have a lot of respect for Jeff Jarrett and I'm not gonna say much unless I'm uh, basing it on facts true because the, even throughout this whole thing that we just read here from Rebby Sky and her tweets over a span of an hour time that's only one side of the story Yep, and as I mentioned, you know, she was incorrect with some things. She was incorrect with some things, and obviously there's some some hurt that's there. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, right? It's it's all a matter of, you know, who's right, who's wrong in the end. Um, we really don't know, because we don't know both sides of the story. We don't know fully what's going on. We're not in the situation. We can only try to piece together what we know from what others are saying. Right. Looking at the at the comments of uh, uh, some of the stuff, uh, some of it uh, is actually kind of amusing. There's one here. It's a picture of uh, if it'll actually load of Triple H laughing, saying "laughs best for businessly." Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, going forward with uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy with this, uh, does this uh, is this something that's going to be a positive or a negative for them? All this backlash here. Uh, stemming from Rebby Hardy. Huh? Are we talking about Matt and Jeff right now? Yes. It's a positive. You think that this, that, that this doesn't make them look petty or anything? No, I don't okay. think so at all. This okay. keeps them in the focus and keeps them in the light mm-hmm. of what's going on with professional wrestling. Right. So, I mean, controversy creates cash, as was mm-hmm. said, you yeah. know. So, it's it's... I don't really think that it makes them look petty as well because mm-hmm. they're not saying something. Mm-hmm. This is all coming from one person, yeah. right? So this is just one person's view on the situations. And this is even coming from somebody who is just the wife of mm-hmm. the person who is the actual star. Right. So she probably doesn't really even know everything that's going on and 
doesn't fully understand what, what happened. Mm-hmm. Is that true? I don't know, but that's that's how I look at it. This is just probably something that she is, you know, throwing off the cuff because this is how she feels. Yeah. So we'll we'll see, you know, if there's any long-term uh, impact when it comes to this. Uh, I'll say at the very least, you know, may not make uh, Matt and Jeff look bad. Uh, definitely, I think, makes her look bad and possibly kind of petty, though. Yes. You know, because, I mean, uh, you know, the way that some of that's kind of worded, you know, kind of reminds me of, like, grade five. Yeah. You know, of, of somebody just kind of, uh, you know, being a little spoiled little brat and just kind of bitching. More yes. Or less. Right, but um, you know, we shall see again. Uh, just seeing what else uh, kind of is uh, possibly worth noting here. Um, let's uh, take a look at this one here. We're looking at a wrestling news site here. Uh, an update on Jerry Lawler's uh, status with the WWE. Um, okay, let's see what's going on here. Uh, looks like he was quoting here. It says, I am the host of Jerry the King Lawler's new podcast called Dinner with the King. We launched today, first episode, and we'll be releasing a new episode every Wednesday. You can find more information at uh, that website there. During today's first episode, Jerry reveals what he will be doing. Reveals, oh, sorry, he reveals he will be doing commentary during one WrestleMania match and appearing on the pre-show. He also goes over his new contract with WWE, including when and where he got the phone call from WWE on status back in December. It was later followed up by a phone call from Vince McMahon. Didn't quite uh, give a specific there about uh, you know how much longer he'll be with the company or then kind of left it open. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, wow, there we go. So, I mean, lots of stuff that's happening in in the world of professional wrestling right now. And, uh, you know, before we kind of end off the show, because this one's probably going to be a little bit of a uh, uh, shorter show, Mm because, you know, I've actually got somewhere that I have to be here very shortly. But, um, you know, kind of taking a look at things, I do want to actually mention something that happened from Ring of Honor. And we're looking finally... Finally, and I am so happy about this, um, the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels, has finally won the Ring of Honor World Championship title. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, pretty big thing, um, pretty huge for Christopher Daniels. Uh, he's held pretty much the world title in every corporation he's been with. Um, he's has yet to be with the WWE, Mm -hmm. but I mean, he is getting a little bit older in age. So who knows? Something like this might be a good stepping stone now for him to, you know, have contact with the WWE and say, listen, this is something I'd like to like to talk to you guys about and see if we can make this happen. I've won the world belt Mm -hmm. everywhere I've been, you know, can I, you know, can we work out a deal to maybe make a little bit of a run? Yeah, we'll see. But uh, huge congratulations to Christopher Daniels. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, possibly a guy you know that could you know just have as good of a career not being in the WWE as as actually being in it. You know, he he could be something that doesn't even need to go there. Very true, right? So remains to be seen with him. Like you said, uh, you know, a great talent in the ring, and good to see uh, them doing something with that. Um, I think the last thing I'll kind of mention here before we wrap it up, because I know Carl does have to get going here. Um, the UK, the United Kingdom Championship, looks like uh, similar to 205 Live, will be its own kind of standalone show. 
which I think is uh, great to give these guys you know, their own platform to kind of showcase on, as opposed to just the, a few matches here and there on SmackDown and Raw and being kind of buried uh, in the pile there. So Yep. And how long this is actually going to go on for, we're not well, not 100% sure, because, I mean, the uh, the article from WWE.com pretty much just says that there uh, comes to Norwich, England for the first time ever with uh, WWE Presents UK Championship Live from the Epic Studios in uh, Norwich, England. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how many shows they do. Um, and if they do a number of shows, uh, you know, six, six to eight shows, mm-hmm. that could give enough to be able to pre-tape stuff to allow us then to uh, have a show on the WWE Network, which still, I want to see that. I want to see a, you know, UK Live, let's say, and just have that happen. Mm-hmm. Yep, interesting uh, uh, thing there. Because I mean, that uh, little tournament that they had there, and they just did over the span of two days. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I thought they made the uh, you know the right person uh, champ there. And uh, you know the uh, the one guy there. Um, I'm trying to remember his name now. Somebody that, that I think is uh, for me gotten over. Really well is. Uh, Are you talking the runner-up? Pete there? Dunn. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Yeah. I think with uh, some time, I think that that kid could potentially be the best heel in the company. Yeah, and we say kid because he's like nineteen. Yeah, he he has just uh, you know has the in-ring work and, and has that that character, you know, like like it just I, I get like almost kind of chills going up my spine when I see him kind of doing his thing. You know, yeah. with with. Some work. Uh, he doesn't have far to go, in my opinion. Uh, has the potential to be like one of the top heels in, you know, the not just the company in the business. Because I mean, yes. he's just good at, at being a bad guy. Yep, he really, is really, really good. At, and I think uh, is really good over with me as a heel character. So and I, lots of great names and great uh, oh, talent yeah. coming from uh, the UK there with Tyler Bates and with Trent Seven and with oh, yeah. Pete Dunne, mm-hmm. right? So hopefully, we'll be able to see more. From all of these competitors that were there on yes. the uh, UK Championship Tournament mm-hmm. and hopefully with their own show. Yep. Okay, I think that about wraps up uh, for this week here. Uh, next week we'll be doing a uh, paranormal talk. Well, not so much uh, next week. It'll be this Thursday. We'll do a paranormal talk. Um, I definitely, there are some topics I want to talk about. I think uh, talking about uh, the 13th floor, just the number 13 kind of in general. Um, and some other uh, you know paranormal topics we'll be, we'll be talking about. So stay tuned for that one for the Paranormal Talk fans. Yes, it'll be happening. Yes. All right. Let's wrap it up for this time, Carl. You got to get going. I got to get going pretty soon. So uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And to kind of end things off here, I'm going to play some tunes for you guys. Well, I'm going to play one tune. Uh, this uh, album came out right at the end of the 90s. was very, very popular. And even on the rock stations, they were playing the uh, the hell out of the song. It was very popular. And I know some people still enjoy this song. So we will end off with some Moby porcelain. And we will see you guys next time. Ciao.
Oh, my God. 